Greetings, everyone. This is Big John, and that's... And this is Kenneth Lee. And we and are we the... are the beard... beard wait, branding beardos. NG, 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 NG. Yeah, I think that's perfect. We can easily cut that part out. We are the branding beardos. We are the branding beardos. Okay, branding beardos, yeah. So the, the reason why we, we wanted to start this podcast, as you can see, the, the, the setup is not that professional or whatever, like fuck that, right? But uh, we wanted to distill the mysteries uh, of branding for you. Yeah, and make it easy for you to understand it. Maybe even one day have you for to join us for a conversation. Yeah, because I think there's too much too much crap out there that we are trying to listen from people who are half a world away who have totally no relevance to us whatsoever. I know like uh, a, a lot of us here might might like to listen to Gary V or watch his stuff. I have a lot of people who come up to me and say, oh, Gary V said this, Gary V said that. I'm like, are you fucking doing anything that Gary V's asking you? <laughs> yeah, and it has to be relevant. So we'll bring in uh, Asian context, local context, so that we can, you know, you can better enjoy and understand where we are coming from and perhaps even, you know, be, be able to, for you to leave a comment down below yes. in the comment section. It is going to be all us, raw, uncut and hairy moments. Hairy. Very hairy, hairy, well. hairy moments with the branding beardos. But you know, like the, what's that, uh? You know, one thing about this whole damn uh, virus thing, uh, I think it's really damn interesting that so many people out there suddenly hopping over uh, going digital and all that shit. Mm -hmm. And what? There's something that someone said. um, Yeah, yeah. uh, This thing that I saw on LinkedIn, someone um, someone posted this. And oh, when, when did you start thinking about going digital and then there was a there was a checkbox with COVID-19 something like that then that's when that's when the, the moment that the people realise that ah oh, man I mean the shits I got to really uh, focus on digital marketing and right. digital this digital that but but at the end of the day when you when you ask these people right what the hell do you know what is digital marketing do you know what is all the digital strategy do you know anything about it at all and everyone just like no I don't and then why do you all talk as if you know what this you know and the problem is that a lot of people will mistake digital marketing or digital strategy for the tools, the things that they do. Yeah. All the, you know, the action checklist, right? Correct. Like, uh, oh, do you have a Facebook? Do you have an Instagram? Are you posting three times a day? Yeah. You know, are, are you, uh, do you have a photography? Do you have videography? But actually, what the real, the real crux of the issue is, do you have a story to tell? Mm. You have a point. Mm. I, I, it's very interesting because I, you know, before this whole shutdown thing happened, I, I met with a, a client. I met mm. with a client. I met with a prospective client. And the guy said, you know, I don't understand this whole video marketing, you know. Yeah. See, marketing is like throwing money into a black hole. <laughs> so, yeah. So I asked him, so, what the what do you have you done? So you told me, oh, I run Facebook ads. I did video. Nothing works. I said, so, so what was the point of your video? Do you have a point? 
yeah, the most of the time the answer will be the point is I want to make money and I want to look, I want to get new clients, you know. So why is it not working? You know, this is the damn thing that they all ask all the time. But you know, this is the problem, right? All this all all these people, I I, I don't mention names at this point, uh, but you know, some people <laughs> yeah, yeah. some people who might have appeared on on some advertising uh in the midst of me trying to watch something interesting on a particular platform that I shall not mention the name. Uh, you know, trying to sell basically fucking is is for me. I, I look at it and I get frustrated because you, you're like promising, you're like promising the the mother load, promising the 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 pot of gold at the instant end of success. the of the rainbow. Yeah, instant yeah. success. Follow yeah. these few steps and you know you get the money. Yeah. But the only person who's actually making money from the whole thing is that guy who's trying to sell you this shit, that, right? And that guy, yeah. And the worst thing, right, about this because like. You know we are we are both in the, the the same industry, and then the worst thing is clients coming up to to us and then saying, "Can it be done as simply as this for that price point?" I said, "Fuck, he's trying to sell you a what ninety nine dollar, uh, one two hour package that you're not going to get anything out of, uh, except." I'm trying to think of a very politically correct way to say this, but you know, except getting yourself steamed for nothing for the two hours, right? But get nothing at the end of it, and you're asking me to sell my consulting services to you at ninety nine bucks. I said, oh, I'm so sorry, but I can't do it. <laughs> and and I always go back to that point, right? Like, what do you really want to achieve here? Do you just want to feel good? Because if yeah. you just want to feel good, you don't need to spend ninety nine dollars. You know, you yeah. can log on to the internet, go to a video site which I shall not name here. Ah, the hub. Memberships. The hub. <laughs> Memberships on the hub. You can get all steamy and all uh, uh, for, for much longer than the two yeah. hours. But if you really want to do marketing and branding, yeah. then you need to start with the reason you want to do it. And if your reason is, I want to make more money, then forget it. Yeah. yeah. I, I think that is, the, that, that is the point, right? That they... they that's why I always ask. So clients always ask me this question: Why do you keep? Why are you asking me this question? And that question is: What was the reason you started? Yeah. And I can tell you that out of many companies that I've met, uh, many of them, they will tell you that survival, money, law. But you, but the make more few, money, yeah, make more money. I have no make choice. So it was more like out of necessity, need, or. Oh, I saw I saw people making money from it, so I'm going into it. So I I that is the, for me, right? Honestly, I want to be my own boss. You yeah, know, that kind of I, no, even the my own boss part was was not mentioned much, but the the one that was constantly mentioned is that others are making money from it, so yeah. I make lah. So I want to know? make money from it. Yeah, so I want to make money from it. So I I open uh, this particular business and and I want to I want to see something. I want to see my returns. I'm like, really? Is that why you started a business? Is it? I mean, this is the reason why, right? I mean, at going back into the beginning of the life, uh, uh, the life cycle of the, the 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 business at the very beginning when they were just birthed, you know, the the reason for existing, right, wasn't there. So that that already equates to no no bloody purpose from the beginning except money. Except so that the means, right phrase. Yeah. Why do you deserve to exist? Your reason for existing. Correct. And if you don't have that. You are not going to be a, a company that lasts long, yeah. right? You're going to go three, five years and then you're going to decide to close. 
I, I think lasting long, there are some of it, you know, some, some of them might say, uh, well, I've already been around about 30 years, you know. Yeah, I say, but the, what they fail to realize, right, is that they could have gotten with passion, right, with a proper passion, with proper, a proper reason to exist, these people could, instead of just 30 years of just survival, you know, yeah. they could have gotten much bigger. Because I think it without the we got without the passion in it, right? Then you would, in my opinion, uh, you would constantly be a follower of things. You would just adopt what right. other people have been doing and just seeing if you can adopt and implement faster. That's why the state mm-hmm. of a lot of businesses in Singapore, the the state of the businesses now is just that. Uh, it's just basically adopting and re- we are we are basically a, a almost a whole country of resellers and distributors but not Just any companies are space, creating yeah resell and distribute but they don't innovate right yeah. no innovators like, exactly we don't have apple the yeah. closest we have is a razor yeah. but razor had to go overseas yeah. to succeed before right. they could come back and then everybody was like clapping clapping okay. right but the but, fact of the matter is they had to be ahead of the curve elsewhere before yeah. they came home and people recognized them. Yeah. So you are right in the in that in that sense, you know, because a lot of times we keep talking about innovation, we keep talking about, you know, we want to have a, a strong brand, a great brand foundation. But then when it comes to thinking ahead of the curve, everybody's scared. Yeah. That's everybody true. don't want to try. Yeah. How do you have a brand that innovates? Yeah. It's ahead of the curve all the time if you have no courage to give it a shot. Right. Mm. So that's, that's the issue that I see with a lot of SMEs right now. Um, a really good example, you know, the last time we were talking was Yu Yan Sang, right? Yeah. They went from completely, you know, Singapore-based, homegrown brand with no presence, no yeah. brand, nothing, to now they're like global brand. Right. But it didn't happen overnight. And I think also it was a, the very smart uh, appointing of the, the CEO as well who was yes. ready to move on and take those kind of risks forward. And I think, but also kudos as well to the, 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 the owners of the company also to make such an appointment because they were, that means they were, of course, the, I'm sure the CEO also had a lot of uh, um, challenges moving forward completely in his right. own vision. But the things that they got it and, and, and look, just look at the, at the success they've had. I mean, Sing Se Shop, uh, plenty in Singapore. Yu Yan Sang, only there's one, right? Most people remember, if you tell me there's even others or what, nobody else will remember anything. Everyone will just remember Yu Yan Sang. And the thing is that Yu Yan Sang has been able to differentiate itself because of its brand, right? Because a lot of times you go to Sing Se Shop, you don't know. You don't know whether you can trust or not. Correct. Is it or not? You won't know until you, you actually try the medicine. But with Yu Yan Sang, right? You know, right? What you're buying, you know what it's for. Yeah. It's scientific. There's a good reason behind it. All this is grand. It's all constructed that way. Yeah. And that's the one thing that I think at the start of the whole branding journey, business owners need to recognize that branding uh, is not a logo new menu what yeah yeah you know <laughs> no, that, that's exactly the same that's the that's the thing that's the other day we were talking about right over beer yeah and remember i was i was mentioning to you that uh when i was trying to explain to to a 
to a potential client uh, about what branding is all about. And after I was done explaining, he just looked at me and his eyes were wide. And he was like, really? You mean branding is so many things? I said, yeah, you think what? I'm going to charge you this amount of money just to give you a bloody logo and a stupid website. I said, those things are the least of my worries. Right now, we have to really spend the time uh, to really define who you are. Yeah. You don't know who you are and then you're trying to sell yourself. I say, it's like going, to, going on a date, you know? And then you, the, the, the girl asks you, Okay, whoever. I, I'm not judging about your sexual preferences, whether it's a girl or a guy, whoever, whatever it is. The opposite party. Uh, la. Yeah, the, op- your, the, part, the potential partner. Yeah, the potential partner asks you, so tell me more about yourself. You know, and you'll be like, uh, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm like I that. Law. Uh, I mean, see, yeah, you go and try and tell that to any potential partner and see if you're going to get a, the second date. Don't even, don't even think about the other bases you might hit that night, but even just worry the person is going to stay through the entire date. It's, it's, it's so silly. But I mean, the, the, the thing, right, is that... Uh, but then, uh, I mean, it goes back again, one more, one more step backwards that, you know, branding itself is poorly branded. So nobody knows. Because it, encompasses, it encompasses so many things that uh, in, in, in essence, right, it also confuses some people. But I always tell right. people, branding is everything about you. Everything that you do affects your brand in this direction, that a, direction. I think a good way to look at it also if we are talking to like people who don't really understand branding is um, to get them to think first about what they want other people to talk about Yeah. about them when they're not in the room. Yeah. Advertising is you're in the room, you're telling people who you are and what you do. Yeah, that's the one. Really? But I think I think Jeff Bezos said that. I think uh, yeah, that's the that's Correct. the one that always comes up. Uh, Correct. Like that's a good start to to think yeah. about, right? It's a good starting point. Yeah. But like you said, it's like what you're about. You know, if you have a compelling story, do you have a struggle? That's why the the greatest personal brands, right, are the ones where they tell you about their struggle. They tell about how they rose. You know, whatever yeah. wrecks the story, and people believe them. Yeah, but but then also there's sometimes like for for me, yeah, it's it's always the the concern that people use this this way of of doing things, right? And then end up it's all actually fucking bullshit, man. It's not even true. No bullshit. Also, yeah, it's a lot of people. They're just doing it just for the 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 tear factor, the oh please uh, uh take pity on me. I was a small guy, yeah. and then now I became a yeah. big fish. But I need your support to grow even big. I. You know, sometimes it's disturbing because I know that a lot of, I mean, some of the stories you look at, you are know, like, huh. Then after that, upon, upon uh, a little bit more probing and all that, you realize, oh, it's all a bunch of cock stories. Okay. Yeah, cock yeah. stories. So the, the thing, I think also I found very, one thing I found very interesting about branding uh, personal brands mm-hmm. is that with the internet, People are being exposed really fast. Yeah. If I mean, twenty years ago, if you were a charlatan, you know, spoke people, like, very hard to very hard to fake. Yeah. Very, very hard to to be caught. But now, you know, Facebook, YouTube, social media. If you have done something bad, done something wrong, you are going to be dragged. Yeah. On the right. internet. And you can't run. And I think. That's good and bad, right? But I think for like exposing charlatans, people who are, you know, using a certain image to sell something, they 
they get exposed really fast and then yeah. you will see you will see uh, yeah, so this, that's, that's, that's the other that's the other drawback of this so-called digital strategy and digital things that people yeah. are also interested about then they forget that there's also the other part is hey mm. you want to put yourself out there even more then you make sure that your house is in order i mean if you've got shit lying right. on the floor sweep it up you know or yeah don't expose yourself don't do anything to 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 make yourself uh look stupid i mean in i mean in the sense like you know don't don't claim to be a a a great like uh oh i i i I support the poor and, and, and things like that. But then mm. the next post that you're going is, oh, I just spent a, a million bucks on my car. And, and so yeah, I mean, then there's a total misalignment of the, of the brand. I mean, but you know, I, I think that's the one thing about branding. You, there is no middle ground. Either you're going to go all the way with it and make sure that you are brand aligned from the get-go or you're just going to be out of it. I, I, for me personally, there is no, there is no middle. There's ground. no half measure. Yeah, and you I, can't I, be half yeah, there's no, yeah. there's no half ass way. And I, 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 it was interesting that I was actually just randomly watching some uh, wrestling, uh, WWE, uh, one of the old, um, one of the one of their previous wrestlers was inducted. The Million Dollar Man was inducted into the Hall of Fame, and. And he was, and he talked about his experience as a wrestler. I, and uh, you'll understand why I'm bringing up this story. And you know, these wrestlers actually they don't make a lot of money. You know, they're all uh, before they make it to the big time and with WWF at that time when it's called, but now WWE. Uh, until you make it to the big time, you're you're making very little money. And so he was Correct. he was brought on board to play a character called the Million Dollar Man. So. They told him, look, we're going to create this character. You're going to be living, eating, breathing this character. So that means wherever you go around the world, we'll fly you on, on, on first class. We'll, take, we'll send limos to pick you up, stretch limos and everything. But because you have to be living this brand, and they, they had to take it all the way because they, they created this, this villainous character, which, which mm. they wanted to create a character that nobody liked. You know, this rich person who always makes fun of the poor people and all that, which is actually... Some uh, a, a, a person in real life whom uh, the million dollar man himself doesn't like but because he was playing this character and needs to be really in it the, the company WWE actually went uh, really out of the way to make sure that this character was always seen as it was so that the, it was aligned with the character so brand aligned and that image doesn't um, suffer or break in, in the eyes of of, of the public because imagine if you call yourself the million dollar man and the next thing that you are going is trying to get into a Fiat Panda I mean no offense. On the bus. no offense to Fiat yeah. Panda drivers owners <laughs> I've been in that car before I actually love it it's a small car but I love it I'm just just saying for context here right uh, or, like, or like if the million dollar man was queuing up at Burger King right you wouldn't you, you can't yeah. you can't do that not, again, not saying that millionaires don't eat from Burger King and are not grounded but right. again for context sake <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I mean, if you this think is, about uh, what you just said yeah. about uh the WWE and wrestlers, yeah, right? The the concept of the million dollar man is very aligned with the brand of WWE. Yeah, like everyone who goes there knows that it's a fantasy, but every character that they build plays yes. into the fantasy. Exactly. Everything is brand aligned. Exactly. So a really good example that I thought was very relevant to this is NBA. Mm. If you have been to an NBA game, right, 
the pre-roll of an NBA game uh, in the stadium when they play all the pre-rolls and all the you know introduction of the the players on the home team. Yeah. It looks. It doesn't look like they're introducing a basketball team. It looks like they're introducing the Avengers. Mm. Every single one of them has a sizzle reel of their own, and they are like, you know. The videos of them playing the game, it makes them look like Captain America. Every single one of them. Yeah. And this whole, you know, heroes, right? Heroes of the brand. There are some very tangible business benefits. Mm. But the investment is very real. A really good example would be if you have a, a star point guard, right? Yeah. And you're going to invest millions of dollars to, to, for marketing and production. Right. The, Turns on the jerseys alone would be eight to ten times of that. Yeah. But what you're creating is a superstar. What you're creating is a superstar that's brand aligned with yeah. your team. But you see, there's another and, point that you that you just brought up, and and this takes us back into the whole journey of branding, and then the 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 digital branding part is that money has yeah. to be put in somewhere. <laughs> Right, the tree. Some kind of investment, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't I mean, know whether it's supposed to be like a Garden of Eden case where, presto, you know, then we have a whole garden with trees and fruits, but you know that, depending if you believe in the Bible or not. But anyway, just again for context, you know, you don't just wake up one morning and look out at your window and say, "Hey, where did that lush garden come from?" You know, there is always someone had to plant it. Yeah. Someone had to had to plant the seed. The effort. You know, you, <laughs> exactly. You put in a lot of effort and you spend a lot of time and you have to buy the seeds. Yeah. Right? And all those all that work is in our terms money. Mm. Whether it's it's hiring people, whether it's uh, buying tools, right? And I think the one thing that uh, SME owners need to realize is that um, it doesn't actually take more than what they think it takes. Yeah. But it also that they also have to recognize that they have to deploy. They have to make sure be educated. Get educated first. Don't be afraid of it. Get educated first so that it's not a black hole. Mm. Then they have to be able to deploy their resources against what they want yeah. to do. And then that's when the spending money makes sense. Right. I think that's that's the that's the important part the, the education you know that um I actually started on this uh, mentoring journey, so at first I thought I was mentoring uh, I was going to be mentoring uh po- polytechnic students but actually uh it's a it's an open course for even adults you know the so so the person that I I I'm mentoring is actually like a, a fair bit older than I am, so I found that interesting also but uh, uh, what he said to me was interesting he said you know. I'm I'm having my own business and things like that and I ca- I'm coming for this course and I went for this course only because I felt that I needed to arm myself with more information to make better decisions about digital marketing and, 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 mm. and things moving forward. And I said, wow, that's mm. bloody brilliant. He actually spent, a, a, and we're not talking about like a one-day half-ass course, you know, I'm talking about this. This is a course that requires you to go for an interview. They want to know what's your motivation for for going for it and so on, and he and he wanted to do it so that he could just have more more knowledge, you know. 
And yeah. for him, after that, you know, then he, he was like, wow, yeah, I never, it definitely opened my world to a, to a whole new set of things about digital marketing that I never realized. All the while, I just thought that it's SEO and Facebook marketing. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's a whole new world. It's, it's everything from, and you just mentioned the two, almost the two extremes, right? Yeah. Although now on the social side, now it's like even more extreme, right? The, t- the TikTok. Yeah. SEO on one end of the extreme and then TikTok on the other end, everything in the middle. Yeah. And people, a lot of people think that if they understand one slice of it, they're experts or it's okay already. Yeah. So there are some people who are like complete experts at influencer marketing. Yeah. And then that's it. They they think that's the that's the jam. Uh, or PR, right? So social online PR, right? Some people mm. are like, oh, so I'm really good at social online PR. It's the thing that works. Uh, it's ev- I always tell people, no, bro, it's everything. It's everything that works at the same time. Yeah. But you have to understand what you're trying to say first. Yeah. Because if you're just going to go run of the mill, right? Nobody's going to listen to you. Correct. It's just, it's just, it won't, it won't go over you. No, it's, right. it's, a good, it's a good thing that you brought up the, the extreme part also. You know, because that, I think that's how people's minds work. Uh. There's one group that thinks that digital marketing is really expensive and then another group which is so cheap. Why, why are you charging me so much money for this? And then you'll be like, what? Right. you know, then you get these two, two extreme groups like that but they don't, like, they don't realize uh, whatever, like, whatever you just said, you know, about the, 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 the need to, to understand what is needed at that point of time. You know, I, in the side, I always tell them, I say, look, for this moment, you might just need this. But a year down the road, you might need something else. You know, that's why I had, right. I had someone also who asked me, is it possible to do for me a five-year five year plan? I said, no. Why not? I'm going to pay you for that. I said, I would like to, but I just cannot come up with a five-year plan for you because technologies change, trends change. Dude, don't tell me that you still want to use the, 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 the blueprint over and over again. Mm. And I think this is the other thing about, about digital uh, strategy that a lot of people don't realize, which they need to realize, is that because of the speed at which things change, you know, whatever was cool sometime back, uh, uh, is not going to be relevant tomorrow. You know, like a lot of people still harping, oh yeah, let's, hey, I need to do my Facebook. I said, but, okay, after, after finding out who you are, right, then after that, the next question asks, who are you going to be targeting to? Because if it's going to be yeah. very, very young people in their 20s, uh, uh, increasingly, none of them are on Facebook. They always say Facebook. Oh, oh yeah, that's something my mother and dad, my mom and dad are on Facebook. And right. Or I have an account just to talk to my grandma, you know. Right. And, and they're totally not informed. So totally misinformed, you know. They're not going to see your ads. Yeah. They're going to see the videos you put on Facebook. Yeah. Um, the messaging on Facebook will be very different from the messaging you, you put on TikTok or Instagram stories even, yeah. right? Yeah. Because at 25 to 35, I think not even half of them use Facebook on a regular basis. Mm. Not at all. So you are, then it, it goes back to the whole, it's a black hole. Yeah. But you are using the wrong platform. Mm. And you're right, you know, you don't have a crystal ball in five years. Just think about when Facebook started. And five years later, you didn't just have Facebook. You had Twitter, you had the start of Instagram, right? Yeah. And then five years, only five years later, Facebook has become like a grandpa's platform. And you have like video sharing 
sites that are short video sharing sites. Mm. Your Snapchat and your you know your your TikTok. Yeah. So five years down the line, your digital strategy in terms of deployment and execution will be completely different. Mm. And the way you're spending money will be completely completely different. Yeah. Right now, we are still producing videos, you know, in 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 two two minute flat uh, formats, right? Yeah. In widescreen and in long in tall formats, right? Yeah. For Instagram and Facebook Correct. and Instagram stories. Yeah. Yeah. Five years down the line, you may not have that. Yeah. It might be a completely different yeah, story. We'll have bloody holograms dancing in front of you already very soon. Yeah. We're not far yeah. from and that. Then, We're not far from it, that. We're not far from that at all. Yeah. Um, even this podcast format, uh, the audio podcast has only really risen in the past two years. Yeah. Right. But now, and it's very interesting that traditional media is trying to fight back, right? Yeah. Now it's a battle between the new podcasters and the radio personalities who are shifting into podcasting and shifting into video yeah. casting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and right. It's, yeah, it's a war now, right? Yeah, it's... So, but- it's also interesting to see how, how certain things have come have come back. You know, so the thing the the I think the one hope that people will have is that whatever so-called traditional media, traditional digital marketing platforms uh, that they that they are used to, they, they might be relevant again. But that's again that's something that is hard to say, la, You know, because it, it also depends yeah. on on who knows the future, right? And and who know who knew that Friendster would die one day, you know, and they died, you know, and everyone was like, oh, Facebook's the new thing, you know, yeah. and then after that, oh, Facebook, you're so old, you're so like my mom, you're so like my dad, right. and and now like, then where the hell is everyone now? I'm like, I don't know but anything. Jumping in. <laughs> but just jumping in, if, if I'm selling to your mom, then I'm 100% on Facebook, yeah. and I'm all in on Facebook, yeah. right? If I'm selling to people like me or young, a little bit younger than me, then I'm all in on Instagram, 100% in on Instagram, Correct. right? Correct. And underlying all this is still the granddaddy of them all, which is Google. And mm. how, you, how you continue to game the search is, is still important. Yeah. But it's no longer the only juggernaut in the room. Yeah. So like, like you said, right? Like you don't have a crystal ball. If I were to do a five-year plan, I would very much rather do a five-year plan of how the brand would evolve and speak. Mm. Because that can deploy against any platform. It's just changing the way we the way we deploy it against the platform. Beardos, we took too long to talk. So take a listen next week for part two of this podcast. Have a great week ahead, everyone. This is Big John signing off also on behalf of Kenneth Lee. Cheers, wash your hands and stay the hell at home.